Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Talk Toxic to Me. I am your host, Samantha, and if you're watching this on YouTube, you're going to see a familiar face. Tori girl. Yes, Tori is back in the building. Back in business, <laughs> baby. Alright, you are a pro at this at this point. This is your third episode. Yeah, I think that's pro status. Yeah, so she's good to go. Yeah, habitual, what pro, whatever you want to say. Yeah. <laughs> habitual offender and talking toxic, I don't know. Are you ready for the first story? Yeah, duh. Okay, we have good ones for you today. Yay! Am I the asshole for telling my sister there's a reason her kids chose to live with their dad? Throw away. I, 32 female, have a 14-year-old daughter, Jess. Her father and my husband died in an accident when she was young, so it's been just us two for a long time. As a result, we are very close, and she's a lot more open to me than most kids with their parents. Around a week ago, she asked me if I could take her to the movies on a date with a guy in her class. I know the guy distantly because they've done some extracurriculars together, and I was thrilled he was my daughter's first boyfriend. (laughs) I took them a few days ago, and they ended up hanging out at our house for a bit afterwards. He was extremely polite, and maybe it's just the mom inside of me, but I couldn't be happier for her. I went to my older sister's house for coffee earlier this morning. Backstory, my sister has two teenagers, 16 and 17, who live almost full-time with their dad. She had a very messy divorce around three years ago, and both kids chose to live with their dad. The reason for this was because my sister was extremely overbearing on them. She was the kind of mom who believed kids should have no privacy, and she should run their lives until they were adults. I know she had many arguments with them because she would take away their doors, not let them hang out with friends, search through their phones every night, etc. This was the primary reason for her divorce, although she won't admit that. While I love her, as someone who grew up with little privacy, I fully understand why her kids don't want to live with her. My daughter came up in conversation, and so I brought up her first date. When I explained how it went, my sister laughed and told me that I must be joking. When she realized I was serious, she told me I was a terrible mother for letting my daughter walk all over me and not setting boundaries. She ran it on for a while, but she basically said that 14-year-olds are incapable of going out themselves and that I was being lazy and neglectful by allowing her to do that. She also said, I would never allow my kids to do that. So I replied by saying, that's exactly why your kids are with their dad. She got very quiet and then told me to leave. When I got home, I started thinking about what I had said, and while at the time I thought I was simply telling her what she needed to hear, now I'm wondering if I crossed the line. Mm-hmm. Mm. That was a petty comment, but... It was a petty comment. I mean, but she... I mean, but her sister was sitting there drilling into her about her mothering skills, yeah, so... Yeah, I was gonna say probably not the asshole, because no. she... She was just... I mean, <laughs> facts are facts, and the fact that she was taking that from her sister, saying, oh, you're a lazy and neglectful mother because you took your... 14 year old on her first date or whatever yeah and and she acted as though she she said in there that she went with them didn't she mm-hmm. so like she acted as though she just let them gallivant and go to the movies by themselves like they're 14 they couldn't do that Yeah, they can't drive so how is she neglecting yeah. I so yeah that didn't make sense but i i think it's a petty comment but a little bit justifiable mm-hmm. justified asshole right <laughs> but not all the way asshole because yeah. I probably would have said something. Yeah, justified like pettiness. Yeah, it's funny that she calls her a lazy, neglectful parent when she doesn't even really have her kids. Yeah, so it's almost like she's deflecting. Oh yeah, yeah. What she is onto her sister. Mm-hmm. But my thing is, this is a great mom. Like the OP on here is mm-hmm. a great mom because 
that's the way it should be. Whether the dad is in their life or not, the mom should be able to be close with them enough to where they're comfortable to talk to them, but not overbearing like I'm checking your phone every night. No, and I get that. And Tori and I feel like we grew up in similar households to this story. You grew up with the parents trusting you and yeah. you getting to grow yeah. while living there. Yeah. And my situation was not like that. My situation yeah. was very much so like the... Sheltered. The, the sisters. Yeah. 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 No I mean, right to privacy. Children are supposed to be seen, not heard, and blah, 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 all the things. Yeah. So I, I think that obviously... You turned out fine, but you have a lot of whatever comes with that. Mm -hmm. So I think that it shows you that like that parenting that's a little loose, but not too loose. It, it plays out in the favor of her because you let the child grow on their own. Mm -hmm. So you let them figure life out, but you're still there kind of like, you like are holding a finger, not the whole hand type Mm -hmm. of thing. So you're walking them along but still letting them make their own decisions and be their own person. So I think she's doing a good job at that with her with her daughter. Because, like, I mean, I had my first boyfriend when I was, like, 13. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we didn't go on dates because we're 13. Like, how are we supposed yeah. to go on dates? But, and I wasn't allowed to, like, ride in the car with a guy until later. But mm-hmm. it's, but they let me have those relationships like that. Because how are you going to learn otherwise? Yeah, no, I got my phone taken all the time. My phone was scanned through every night, blah, blah, blah. And kind of going back to what you said about the I turned out fine. I feel like when you go through, like, households like that growing up, you have the choice that you either let it mm-hmm. affect you or you say, like, it, it ends with me kind of thing. And yeah. There's more to that. <laughs> to all that. But, you know, it's – you aren't – once you become an adult and you get out of those situations, you decide, okay, am I going to mm-hmm. let this – you know, hang over me my the rest of my life, or am I gonna say this happened, whatever, and we're gonna go from there? You know, right, right. <clears throat> but then, but it does also create the difference in the household creates either a comfortable environment to come to the parents with when you need advice or guidance or whatever, and then an environment where you would completely shut them off from what's going on. Because you don't feel like you can talk to them about certain things and all of that. So trust and believe. <laughs> yeah. So I think I that it. she's doing a good job and I don't think she's in any way neglectful or lazy because she and went with her. The other mom, she'll realize, I mean, she, if she's not realizing it now, she'll definitely realize that when her kids are adults and out on their own, something good happens in their life. Are you the first one that they call? And something probably not that? because they chose to stay with their dad and it's because i i 100 percent think it's probably because of that yeah because their dad probably trusts them yeah i mean it's that kind of situation where it's like you now have made yourself the mom where it's like something happens and it's like oh crap i can't tell my mom not oh crap i need to call my mom yeah exactly and and her sister's the opposite Mm -hmm. so it's probably just more out of her own um, insecurity as a mother. Yeah, that she's mm-hmm. close with her kid and she doesn't have that. But that's no excuse to lash out at your sister and say you're lazy or neglectful or anything. But, so I don't think she's the asshole per se. And I, I also don't get why par- like why people think it's okay to try to tell other people how to parent their own kids. It's like, if that's not how you want to raise your kids, don't raise your kids And like it's that. always the ones that, well, in this case, her kids aren't even in her life or mm-hmm. she's not even in her kid's life. Or their kids are, like, off 
rebellious as yeah. crap and doing all this stuff. So or they they they're having like their Hannah Montana moment that they're one way in front of their mom and then yeah, completely different. It's usually those parents like, that have all um, the advice. Lane from Gilmore Girls. Oh, like, right, right. Yeah. A whole her totally mom, different person. Gosh, her mom was like a drill sergeant. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, totally different life outside and she's got all the like baseboards where she's got her yeah, CDs, CDs and stuff. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I definitely think I mean, it it was a little petty, but... It was definitely petty. It wasn't, like, a good comment to make, but it was a kind of green stop sign situation. Yeah, it's like, like, maybe I you shouldn't probably... have said it, but, like, give it a little gas, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I might have done the same thing. I don't know. No, we don't know. Depends on my mood that day. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's no overall vote on this one. Um, oh. I don't think that there's really an overall vote on any of these, because um, oh, they're all they're very recent, like, within the last like 16 hours or so we can help determine the overall vote yeah (laughs) um but so far the top comment says not the asshole a hit dog hollers she was only upset by what you said because deep down she knows it's the truth and doesn't want to admit it to herself or anyone else Mm -hmm. i mean (laughs) it was it was a reflecting moment for her which she needed to see that that hey who are you to tell me but i mean still it's because it also seems like okay how long were you sitting on that one Mm-hmm. You know, because if you want to have a conversation with your sister and say, hey, like, realistically, let, let's talk about this. Yeah. That's one thing. But again, I feel like justified. Yeah. Justified. Justified in that moment. Yeah. yeah. From that, from the conversation leading like, up to Like, you are it. really one of the toxists. Like, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to keep that under wraps anymore. Yeah. I'm like, all right, bet. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> no more pulling the punches. <laughs> <laughs> let's throw them. <laughs> Am I the asshole for accidentally telling my fiance I hate his sister and she won't be a part of my wedding? I'm going to love this. And they put accidentally in all caps. I'm going to love this. (laughs) The situation is literally ridiculous, but this whole thing has caused almost nuclear warfare across the family, so I'm here to get a consensus. Throw away for privacy, even though there's a good chance my fiance will see it. I, 26 female have been with my fiancé, Chris, 26 male, for four years now. He and his sister, 21 female, Lilac, are very close. Hmm. They had a pretty traumatic childhood and always promised each other to be there no matter what. Lilac is a good sister to him, but as a person, truthfully, I can't stand her. (laughs) She is literally the textbook definition of a bubbly blonde. She is overly... (laughs) (laughs) Nothing against blondes. (laughs) She is overly charismatic always giggling, and in general, just acts too immature for my taste. She likes to pull pranks every once in a while on my fiancé, and he gets her back, but the whole ordeal just seems childish and obnoxious to me. Ever since we got engaged, I knew I didn't want her in my wedding party because that means I'd have to spend time with her at my bachelorette and other parties. Mm-hmm. Fast forward to last night, and my fiancé asked me when I plan on asking Lilac to be a bridesmaid. I got quiet and truthfully said I didn't plan on doing so. This upset him because he said he wants his sister to be a part of the most important day of his life and that if I didn't do it, he was going to make her a groomswoman to make sure she is included. I can't lie. This set me off. Mm -hmm. I went off about how I want to feel respected by him and be able to enjoy my wedding day. He said he also wants to enjoy his day, which to be fair, I understand. This is where I may be the asshole. I told him that I have always disliked his sister and wished he would just not include her for once on a day that isn't even about her. He got quiet and went into our guest room to be alone. A couple of minutes later, I got a text from Lilac that she completely respects my decision to not want her in the wedding party, but she's hurt to know what I actually feel about her. 
I didn't want her to find out at all, and now he's told his whole family about our argument. Half of them are attacking me, and half of them are saying it's my day, so I should be able to enjoy it. Honestly, this whole ordeal is stressful for no reason because Lilac isn't even upset. I don't want her in my wedding party, yet the whole family is upset, and my fiancé has been very short with me all day. <laughs> Am I the asshole? No. No. I have so much for this story. I just love it. Because I... Re- okay, I don't personally relate to it, but I'm very involved in a situation mm-hmm. that relates to this so closely. Yeah. So I love it. But not the asshole. You, It's your day. You can do what you want. And yeah, you want him to be happy that day too, but he should just be happy if you're happy with like... He should just See, want you to have who you want in your party. Yeah, and I, I, I agree with that. You should be able to have who you want in your party. But if he, it's equally his day, you know, and if he wants his sister to be involved, why can't she, you know, maybe be like a groomswoman or if it's a matter of symmetry or whatever, they want all the girls on one side, all the guys on one side, have her in the wedding, but have her included with his stuff because he's who wants her in the wedding. You know what I mean? Like compromise. Like, okay, you don't want her to be part of the events, like on your side of things. I get that. And he just wants her to be included. It's like, okay, well then why can't she like get ready with the guys, hang out with them? Because she's close with her brother. It's not like, oh, my, like your new mother-in-law is like forcing you to have um, your sister-in-law in in the the thing. You know what I mean? Like he genuinely wants her there. So why can't she just hang out with them and stuff and get ready, whatever, and be in the pictures, yada, yada. Yeah. And then both parties are happy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, because like it seems like her main concern was her having to be involved in that whole process. Yeah, like being at the bachelorette party, being at um, the bridal shower. Well, yeah. she's going to be at the bridal shower regardless, but yeah, you know what but, I mean. But like a, like a big piece of the bridal mm-hmm. shower and stuff, because like who knows what she was expected to make her as far as line up in the wedding. Yeah. Um, because personally, I know someone who was not by the fiance, but was pretty much made obligated to make this new sister-in-law a mm-hmm. maid of honor. Yeah. Which is a high... Yeah. High thing to make That's, someone. like, reserved for, like, your friends or whoever you want that yeah, to be. Like yeah, like, you're... Right. And mm-hmm. and it was just, you know, obligatory or whatever you want to say. Yeah. And so I can completely understand, like, you should be able to pick who who's on your side. And I, I know, obviously, the situation that you're referencing. Yeah. But with that one, I feel like it's also a little different because there is tension there. This girl, it sounds like she genuinely thought that they were cool. She just doesn't like her personality. You know what I mean? And I don't... Yeah. Which, I mean, and I totally agree. Like, mm-hmm. if you don't want her to be a part of all of your stuff, like, you should be able to enjoy your stuff. Yeah. But, like, there's a compromise that could have been yeah. there. And also, though, I just know, based off of experiences, mm-hmm. is that a wedding in general can lead to a lot of stress on a lot of different 100%. parties. That's why we didn't have one. <laughs> so... If she's already being made to have this girl mm-hmm. a part of it and she didn't really want her, it could lead to further issues yeah. in their relationship. It could be mm-hmm. past the point of just, hey, I don't think our personalities jive. It could be like, oh my gosh. Now we actually have issues. Get this girl yeah. out of my sight right now. So she's trying to avoid all of that Can because also she knows. Talk about how the husband or like the fiance, whatever, went, went straight to her. Yeah, he told everybody, not even just the sister. He yeah. told everybody. And then it's like, you go, if you're aggravated, whatever, or if that hurt your feelings, take a, sec. take a second, calm down, 
and then come back and handle it as adults. Don't just go like, call everyone up. Like, because can that's, you believe this? Like, you might get over it and you might forgive and forget, but like, they family will not. So it's like, why would you start a marriage off with now the family is split in half? But see, it, it gives a, an insight into their future dynamic because oh, he gives the family, which also relates to my situation, he gives the family a lot of mm-hmm. input in his life mm-hmm. and his life choices and all of that so that's something it's it sucks that he did that like yeah that's so dumb but it's almost good that he did that because that can probably be addressed on the front end as yeah. well like hey we don't do this like yeah. this is not gonna fly like if we, we have handle issues, it between us we handle it yeah and yeah. then we can come to the conclusion as a team how we're going to address this yeah. not family doesn't need to know everything yeah a thousand percent yes yeah so it it seems like they're gonna have some I don't know when they were getting married, but it seems like they might have to t- mm. hop a few obstacles um, on that front because he's very heavily involved, which mm. is okay to be close to your family, but you have to realize once you're like getting married to someone, yeah. that's you're creating a new family. Yeah, yeah we're going to still be a part of each other's families, mm-hmm. but these, like us two, we're priority. Like yeah. we're the team. Everything else is down from that. So exactly some guys can't adjust to that as good so yeah and i don't know if we ever actually said what we thought of the story but i think it's a everyone sucks here situation like yeah and i think i don't think she's the asshole for not wanting the sister but i think her just completely shutting it down across the board and not even trying to compromise was a little assholey which i could also his day I could see myself possibly doing that too in the moment because mm-hmm. you're just like this is my wedding why are you doing this to me kind of thing I don't want her in it, so she's not in it. But hindsight, she might, she might, she seems like a reasonable person mm-hmm. in writing this post. So maybe she thinks, oh, yeah, I could have kind of given a. Which there is an age difference there, too. So let's say sister in law is, so she's 21. Right. So let's say that she's in college. She's maybe in like a sorority or something, and she's got like that kind of personality. Yeah. And then the fiance is 26. So she's like past all that. Our age, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. So there, that is a, even though it's not a big age difference as far as like numbers, that's a huge like maturity difference. Just yeah. like I would say across the board, obviously you have people that go through different things. So it could be mature, younger, you know, whatever, but just yeah. like depending. Yeah. Based off the ages. Yeah. It's like, and, uh, and her explanation of her makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. She's 21. Like, There's a yeah. maturity difference. Yeah. So I think she could have one about it. Um, Maybe if she, I, I know she seems to be acting out of emotion though, mm-hmm. because it was it became a thing, and she was just like, "Well, I don't want her in it." Like, yeah, it would have been probably better if she wouldn't have just like, "Oh, I'm not gonna address this," and then he brought it up, and then it was a whole thing of, "I'm not gonna have her in the wedding." She could have probably approached it and been like, "Hey, so I was thinking, I don't feel comfortable." Yes. Yeah, yeah and yeah. we could do it this way mm-hmm. so that everyone's involved, but I just don't want her a part of all of my stuff because mm-hmm. I'm not like close with her like that. Yeah. Which. Which, Hopefully like, I get, he would understand. He'd probably run and call them, though. Yeah, because she could have been like, hey, I get that y'all are close, so obviously have her a part of the day. You know, yeah. I get that. But as far as my one-off things with my potentially, like, sisters or friends or whatever, like the Bachelorette, you know, all yeah. the things, it's like maybe we leave her out of that. Like, I, I just want that to be with my girls, Yeah, you know? Yeah, I think that could have been a, a compromise. A, a, comp- a good compromise and maybe a conversation that would have happened earlier on than just like a, hey, abrupt, like, yeah. well, I don't want her at my wedding. Mm-hmm. So I don't think an asshole per se. Mm-hmm. I think it could have been handled differently. But yeah. 
who's to say I would have handled it differently in the moment? Mm -hmm. I might not have. I might have just let it build. I would have let it build up. And then I'd be like, no. (laughs) Well, this kind of stuff is why John and I didn't have a wedding. I mean, between, I won't say who, (laughs) but between certain people saying that certain things had to happen and then other people wanting to invite certain people. People try to have a say in your day. Yeah, and it was way too much. And Because originally, originally I wanted to elope. And I thought it would be fun. Because we've been together for years. I thought it would be fun. Like, oh, we could, like, go elope in Vegas. And, like, you know, have a whole little little thing about it. And he was like, no. No. It fits you, but that didn't fit him. (laughs) He was like, he was like, um, I would, you know, prefer, like, a traditional wedding, whatever. And I was like, okay, fine, whatever. Like, I didn't really care either way. I didn't really want to. But I was like, whatever. Um, But then when we actually started planning it and all of the things Already came up? Yeah, at the very beginning. Mm -hmm. He was like, I'm not doing this. And I was like... Thank you. Yeah. So we eloped. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, my my process for the most part was good. Yeah. I had a few instances, but I shut them down very fast. And luckily, I didn't let anyone dictate how I was going to mm-hmm. set it up. So and you had a good support system, too. Yeah. So. so it's 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 better when you have that. But, yeah. She could have avoided this issue. I mean, but it seems like he was going to run to them anyway. So that might need to be. Regardless if it was this situation or a situation in the future, it sounds like like exactly what you said. He's going to get upset and then go tattle. Like, And he, that needs to be nipped in the bud real fast. Yeah. Quickly. Unless you're cool with that. But I don't know many no. girls that would be. No. <laughs> so top comment, uh, you're the asshole. And then they quoted, I didn't want her in my wedding party because that means I'd have to spend time with her at my bachelorette and other parties, end quote. Boy, do I have some bad news about what's going to happen if you actually marry her brother and legally bind yourself to him and his family for the foreseeable future. To be clear, you're free to not want her in your wedding party, but if she's going to be your sister-in-law, you might have to get over your distaste of blondes who've, checklist, been bubbly and happy. And That's then, a little bit brutal. Yeah, the next comment said, don't worry, she may be able to avoid lilac permanently. The fiancé is rethinking this wedding as we speak. Who said that? I don't, I don't know. That's just what, I mean, just a um, random comment Can we that. have a relationship? Like a, how are you related to this? <laughs> I don't know. Another one says, also I would like to point out that just because she acts all bubbly and cheery doesn't mean that she actually is all of the time. OP mentioned a traumatic childhood. This might be sister-in-law's coping mechanism. Even if it wasn't, being annoyed at someone whose positive outlook is a you problem. OP also mentioned that sister-in-law seemed okay with all of this, but I really don't think she is. And that's a testament to her love and devotion to her brother. Unlike OP, who only cares about herself. You're Mm. the asshole. These people. Oh, there is an edit on this story. Let's hear it. Edit to add. Just because I hate her personality doesn't mean I'm mean to her. Being around her drains my social battery, but I have never been mean to her, nor did I want her to find out ever, especially in this way. I am just super introverted and our personalities collide. I don't want her at my bachelorette party because I want to enjoy it fully and not feel anxious the whole time because the personification of a human firecracker is attending. (laughs) And then there's another update. Mm -hmm. Update. I am probably going to make this my only update for a while, if not ever. We talked this morning. Sorry for not posting it earlier. My Wi-Fi company has been having some issues. We still are not resolved. He doesn't just want her as a groomswoman, but wants to ask her to be the best woman, best man, but as a woman. This is still not resolved because I am not comfortable with that, and it's more stressful because the whole family has turned into flying monkeys because his sister is the apple of their eye, so they took what I said as a serious attack against her. Okay, pause real quick. Past the issue of, like, wanting everything to look symmetrical, what is the big deal if 
he wants his best man to be his sister. You know what I mean? Best woman. Like, right. I don't see that's what, his best friend and they have a trauma bond. It sounds like. Yeah. I don't see the big deal with that, but then, the family's kind of acting a little bit cray now. Yeah. Which I mean, if they see it as like a personal attack on her, you know? Yeah. And I don't think it doesn't seem like OP means it in that way. It seems like she was just strictly saying like, there's people that you just don't jive with. Mm. Which, that's totally fine. Yeah, yeah, and I can definitely understand having, like, an introverted personality and not... Because, I mean, introverts probably wouldn't vibe with us. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, like, I totally get it from that component. But where I'm getting hung up is, what do you feel... Where did she say it? She said, um, I am not comfortable with that. Yeah, why, though? That's... Why? Yeah. Do you just want her totally excluded? Like, what is the issue And with? maybe that's now because of the reactions that's... Yeah that's coming so now it's it's becoming a thing like like them or me type thing yeah so i mean that makes sense because now it depends on how she's acting towards them in general Mm -hmm. and if she's being some type of wife to this to the wife to be then i'd be like i don't want her there at all like i could see but it just depends and this honestly might be something that op needs to figure out now before she gets married because if this is a very tight-knit family Mm -hmm this is what she's getting herself into and she can't go into it with the hope that okay after we get married we're going to work this through and it's going to get better no if it's not better before you get married do not marry the person like obviously there are situations where you see the growth and you can see that you're working on it but if he clearly you're engaged and this is the reaction that is going on it's like prepare yourself for the worst you know what i mean because he he doesn't doesn't, change can you deal with this yeah because it's like he doesn't support you he doesn't Mm -hmm. look out for you at this moment he looks out for his sister Mm -hmm. and that's fine because that's what he's done his whole life but he's it doesn't sound like he's making any effort to try to um adapt Yeah. yeah adapt to putting more effort into the wife rather than the sister see and the hard thing with this is like what you just said when you marry somebody they become your priority over where you come from kind of like leave the nest kind of thing yeah and with that it's if you know the person that you're marrying comes from a super close family and they don't they're not showing signs of wanting to kind of make that distance or Mm -hmm. anything like that or change the list of priorities you know Mm -hmm. it's easier when it's two people that both come from similar family situations because she's mm-hmm. not understanding, at least from what she's written, they had a traumatic upbringing. Mm-hmm. They're like trauma bonded. That's like a big deal. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, all the things that they have had to deal with that no one else will ever really understand. And if she doesn't have that or she's never experienced that, she could never understand mm-hmm. why they are this close. Yeah. And she can try to, but it, it, she won't. Yeah. But like I said, there has to be effort on both sides, I think, yeah. for her to be more understanding and then for him to make her more priority, yeah. I think, on both sides. But I, these people are being kind of brutal to her, though. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say, like, she's just, like, this terrible person that she... You're fine wanting what you want in your wedding. I just don't get where, like you said, why it's a big deal now that she's on his side. Well, it also doesn't help that we have no idea what the fiancé told the family. Like, did he... <laughs> unfiltered like raw tell them exactly what she said and like that she was so pissy and this is what she said blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. because then they're gonna be like whoa you know if they just said if he would have just said hey you know she's not really necessarily comfortable she just doesn't think the personalities were are gonna mesh that well between everybody then oh my gosh why are they being so brutal to her but if he and if he was upset and then he added to it, yeah. not saying that he lied, but that he just was, you know, being dramatic Made it about a bigger it. Thing, yeah. Then it makes sense that they're like, What in the world? Yeah, so a conversation needs to be had between the the fiance the girl 
and the family, I mm-hmm. think, to make sure that everybody's on the same page. But I do think, going back a little bit to the beginning of her post, like, I think she edited to kind of clarify this, but her explaining her as the bubbly blonde or whatever, I don't think it got, I don't think she used the right words for that because it clearly she's saying no she's just a lot Mm -hmm. for someone who's introverted like she's very extroverted i'm introverted and that's cool y'all don't y'all don't get along or whatever um you can get along on like a like social level Mm -hmm. yeah like where you see each other at events or like whatever and you get along that's fine yeah but it's you don't have to force it on this yeah. personal level. And like, nobody should nice expect to each other. that. Yeah. I wouldn't want someone to force trying to hang out with me. Like, yeah. if you don't want to hang out with me, that's fine. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I don't think she's the asshole. I think it could have just been handled differently. Mm-hmm. To, but I do think this is a big issue that needs to be addressed now. A hundred percent. This needs to be dealt with before the wedding. I mean, they don't say how far out that is, but yeah, it's like there is... A lot more to this than surface level. There's a rocky road ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Am I the asshole for filing a report against my late husband's colleague and getting him fired? (laughs) My husband, 33, passed away three weeks ago. He used to work for this company for four years. He'd known lots of people and made so many friends. For days, I kept getting texts from his colleague, Ted. I don't know him personally, and I had no idea how he even got my number. When he first texted me, I texted, where did you get my number? And he replied saying he got it from my husband. At first, I felt annoyed, but then I started getting flirty texts from him. Hmm. He started getting more and more inappropriate. I warned him to stop, but he sent me a D-pic <gasps> one night at 3 a.m. and asked if I needed company since he knew I was lonely. Oh. I was appalled and enraged. I couldn't even sleep at night. I waited till the early morning to go to the company, straight to his boss, and filed a report against him after explaining in detail about his behavior. He ended up getting fired because the other colleagues said he did me and my husband wrong and disrespected his memory. Mm. He started arguing with how low what I did was coming to his work in hopes of ruining his livelihood. He kept saying it was between him and I and his workplace had nothing to do with it, but I told him I've only ever known him as my husband's colleague. He and a friend of his said that I was aiming to get him fired and that he did nothing wrong and I could have taken it out with him instead. My mom called him a POS for doing this to my husband and me, but also said that he had a point and that I shouldn't have come after his livelihood since he has a kid to provide for. I felt bad about the whole thing and now I feel like I made things worse and acted out of emotions. Mm, For this one, one. I'm going to say not the asshole. Her husband's only been dead for three weeks. Yeah, this guy's completely over the line. I mean, and did it say that she confirmed that this guy got her number from her husband? It it didn't say that she confirmed it. It just said that that's what he said. But it's like... Because this is... Like, what else would this guy do? This is creepy. Yeah, and she told him to leave her alone. Yeah. So, I don't know. I guess the... It makes sense that she went to yeah, his work because that's how she knows him. And technically what he's doing isn't illegal, I guess. I mean, sending, like, explicit pictures probably. It's almost probably like borderline issues. sexual harassment type yeah. thing over phone. But I don't know what else would you have done. Just report it or block the number maybe mm-hmm. instead of go to the work. But uh-huh. I can see I can see how it could be unsettling, though, because she just lost her husband a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And 
I'd be scared what this guy would do because, like, does he know where you live? Like, how mm-hmm. did he actually get your number? Why is he acting so creepy? And he said, like, oh, I know that you're lonely. It's been three weeks. Leave her be. Yeah. Like, that. that's just crazy. Guys just are crazy sometimes. <laughs> he probably thinks she's going through her wid-ho phase. And I'm like, that's, <laughs> that's not, not it. Not three weeks after. <laughs> yeah. So I, I couldn't say that I would go to his boss unless she was, like, she knew them mm-hmm. really well or something. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What do you think about that? So for me, if I lost John and then one of his coworkers started messaging me and I was like, what, like leave me alone kind of thing. And Mm -hmm. then I'm getting stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I would probably, I don't think I would go straight to his job. I think I would tell him you've got one more time to send me something stupid like this and I will report this and then Mm -hmm. like make it like draw that clear line that this now the ball's in your court if you do something stupid again now you're getting snitched on right because it for all she knew she could be opening up a a lane for people to come forward like if he's been women in the office or wherever they work if he's been doing that to them but they've been scared to like tell their boss or if he's done this to another spouse like Mm because this is like for someone you don't even know Mm -hmm. you're sending them stuff like this what else would you be doing and i don't blame her for going straight to the boss the only reason i say that for me is because i'd want that clear evidence in case there was an escalation i have like a paper trail to be like hey that i told him after this this is gonna happen and he still pursued it like at this point it is harassment Mm -hmm. like i have made it there it wasn't a up for interpretation like oh right what were my responses like what was the tone you know no i clearly said this and i think I think the only reason, like, it would be confusing is, like, why would you think to just go straight to a boss? Like, what? Well, where does that he, come from? Why would but, he think it's okay? <laughs> well, no. Why would he think that's okay? But I'm just thinking, like, if you're if you're an outsider looking in mm-hmm. at the situation, if you didn't know, like, the only way she knows him is from mm-hmm. her husband's work and all why would yeah. you go to someone's boss over that? Yeah. But since, given the circumstances, yeah. that's how mm-hmm. she knows him, that's all she thought to do was, because she was probably scared. Yeah, because so. now he knows that she's by herself. And I don't know. It doesn't seem like she would have done it to go after his livelihood or anything. Mm-hmm. But she was just like, I need someone to know that this is happening. And she probably didn't anticipate him getting fired. She yeah. probably thought they would, would intervene it up. and be like, hey, cool it. Yeah, that's why I'm, like, I don't feel like she went into it with the intention of getting him fired. Like, oh, I'm going to get him fired. Yeah, I've been playing this I mean, long game. Like, she what? might have. I don't know. But she didn't. she doesn't seem like that. Yeah. So, this one does have an overall vote. Oh, okay. Not the asshole. Okay. Well, obviously. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Top comment. He got your phone number at work. He knew you were a widow because of work. He would never have targeted you if he hadn't known your husband and knew he died. So, his behavior had everything to do with work. Mm-hmm. And doing this to his co-worker's widow? Of course, his employer was horrified. The guy had it coming. Preying on someone's grief is so low. Not the asshole. Yeah. And someone else said, as an employer, this asshole could be employee of the century, and I would still fire his ass for only this. Yeah, because, I mean, it, it's he represents them. I don't know what line of work it is, yeah. but essentially you... As an employee, you represent the company. Yeah, and they don't want people thinking that they employ these types of people. You know yeah, what I'm saying? they endorse this type of behavior, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so... I can understand. Like I said, if you didn't know all the details of how she knew this guy or how this went about, it would be like, why'd you go to his boss? But since it all revolved around that workplace, 
it makes more sense. A lot of workplaces look at your out like the way that you act in public too, mm-hmm. like because because you are representing them. So I mean, and it's like those people that go viral online for being completely just so crappy to um, restaurant employees or like you mm-hmm. know things like that that end up getting fired. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, you represent the company, and people found and out that that's where like you this. work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So then they'll start coming after the company. It's just all yeah. a big liability thing. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. Am I the asshole for telling my friend I don't want to plan her wedding if I'm not in the wedding party? My friend and I have been really close friends for about eight years now and even were considered best friends in high school. Having graduated and become adults now, we have lost a bit of that friendship, but we always pick up where we left off when we do see each other. We've done a lot for each other and have overall very similar tastes and so on. Fast forward to now, my friend shares the news with me that she's engaged. I'm so excited for her and I'm really happy for her future with this man. She tells me she wants my help with her wedding planning and that she finds we have very similar tastes. She says she wants me to do this as I have an eye for this type of thing and that I'm very creative. Later on, however, she says that she would love to have me as a bridesmaid but doesn't have the space for me to be in the actual wedding party. Honestly, this really hurt my feelings and I expressed this to her as I thought I would be a bridesmaid. She tells me she would try to make room for me, but I could still be a part of her wedding party by helping coordinate, greet people, handing out favors, and something of the sort. I found this to be a bit insulting and told her I would think about it. This role was something I did for my cousin's wedding when I was a child, like handing out bubbles. (laughs) She said she wants help picking out the bridesmaid's dresses and that I could wear a different dress in the same color to show that I was part of the wedding party. She doesn't trust her bridesmaids to plan the wedding and bridal shower for her, so she wants me to help do it. The only thing I would not be planning would be the bachelorette party. I feel like those should be up to her bridesmaids, and I don't understand why she wants me to be so involved, but not actually in the wedding party. So, am I the asshole for not wanting to plan her wedding? Not the asshole. I would say not the asshole. Mm-hmm. Like, if you feel close enough to ask me to help you plan your wedding, like, she's almost treating her like an unpaid wedding planner. Right, that you would pay someone thousands of dollars to do. Yeah. But my question is, who are the people that made the cut? Yeah. And why? If if you don't trust them to do these types of things with you, Mm -hmm. they shouldn't be a part of your wedding party. Like, that's that's a big part of what your bridesmaids... I mean, the higher-up ones, it doesn't Mm -hmm. necessarily mean all of them have to do it. Yeah. But the ones that you hold closer to you, that's usually who you go to to help you with this stuff. Or... A paid wedding planner. I feel like she's milking a friendship that has fizzled and being like, hey, you know, we were best friends and we, you know, we're so close and we have so much in common. I just really trust you to do this for me. But like, you can't be in the actual wedding. I just don't have the space. But it'd be so great if you could do all the things that a wedding planner would do. Yeah. For and, free then, and then help pick friends. out the dresses and then you, oh, can, you wear- can wear one the same color. Like, you have my permission. Like, ugh. Yeah, I. That just doesn't make any sense to me, other than the fact that she's trying to get a free wedding planner. Yeah, that's exactly what it seems like. I mean, like I'm all about like you know I love doing decorations or a party or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. come to me for anything, but don't, don't make me your unofficial, official wedding planner. But then not think I'm good enough to be in the wedding with you. Mm-hmm. I can understand why you wouldn't want to do that. Yeah, no. Especially when you were under the impression that you were going to be a bridesmaid, and now you're not even 
in the wedding party but she's like you can still be part of the day by but you're picking stuff, stuff out for the people that are in the wedding party like that's, what that's like so, a slap in the face yeah i wish i knew who was in the wedding party like who made the cut and what the relationship is to each person because like how does that make sense and I mean, honestly, too, I get, again, it kind of goes back to the symmetrical thing. I get wanting to have the same amount of bridesmaids as there are groomsmen. Yeah. But you can have an extra bridesmaid and it's not going to ruin the day. Yeah. And that's why I'm trying to figure out, like, what, like, if she puts this much trust in this girl and, like, her judgment and making calls and all of this stuff, why wasn't she good enough to make that number? Even if it had to stay under a certain number why was someone else picked over her do you think it could potentially be like a beauty standard thing like maybe she has friends that like you know when you look at the pinterest like bridesmaids dresses and stuff they all look like so pretty and like photogenic and stuff like what if she's like more awkward and i would hate to think that i would hate to think that because what if she just wants like a pretty wedding party you know what i mean because again that goes back to the wanting it to be symmetrical like wanting it like she cares more about how it looks than the people that are actually in it i can never imagine that i never even thought of that as being a thing because i never would think that yeah but i mean shoot i don't know that would be strictly speculation it's it's your wedding like if you want an extra person no one's gonna be like oh that's uneven yeah no one's literally gonna care like And usually if you have like an extra, you can, for photos and stuff, you can do every other and it ends up lining up. Yeah. Like where you have like, if you had more girls than guys, you'd have the guys Mm -hmm. in between every other and you would have two girls at the end. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And then I've seen other weddings where two girls have walked in with a guy. Did we do that at your wedding? Is that, was that a Macy? Yeah. Macy did that. I've seen weddings of my own wedding. (laughs) I wasn't out there for that part, so that's... Yeah, I think Macy walked down with Mark and who else? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, that's not unheard of. I I would never think that would ruin my life. And all of your pictures are beautiful. Yeah, like, what? That's crazy. So, I would... That's why I would like to know, who did you pick and why? Mm -hmm. Can I get resumes for each one? Because, like, why did I not make the cut, but you want me to do all the work? exactly and then i'm sure she's expecting for free oh a thousand percent because they're they're such good they're friends. such good friends just don't forget that yeah don't forget we're such good friends but not good enough for you to actually be in the wedding yeah, but i want no. you to plan it no 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 yeah Ugh. like that's like me oh, i will forever caitlin if you're listening to this i will forever hate myself for not having her in my wedding but it was this it was a kind of situation where like we graduated and she moved away and mm-hmm. she hasn't come back yet since She's starting to now, but anyway, um, she moved away, and so it, like, fizzled a little bit. Um, Not that we weren't friends anymore. We just didn't talk as much or whatever, so then it wasn't, like, on the forefront of my mind, like, oh, my gosh, she's got to be in my wedding, like, blah, blah, blah. I wish, like, now, girls, just a PSA, make sure you put a lot of thought into that, too, because I wish that she would have been in my wedding. But anyway, but that's, like, me going to her and being like, hey, so... I know I didn't ask you to be my wedding, but I really like your judgment, and I think you should plan my wedding for me. Yeah, and we have, like, very similar tastes, so I yeah, think that... Yeah, and, and we're such good friends, Yeah, but I'm sorry, you're just not in the wedding, though. I feel like just adding that part, like the, hey, you know, we've been friends for so long, and we're so similar, I think it would be great if you planned my wedding, but you're not a bridesmaid. Like, that's so... Like, you can't have both. You it, either, it's clear. You're not going to get her help. Like, don't even ask her. Like, that's so rude. Or ask her, but also have her as a bridesmaid. Yeah. 
Like, if she was a bride, you would have no issue. Yeah, no issue if she was a bridesmaid. It just, it's the, it's the principle. Yeah. Because it's like, well, why am I not good enough to stand up there then? Exactly. Then I shouldn't be good enough to play in your wedding for you. Like, Mm -hmm. it just doesn't make sense. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. (laughs) Petty. So overall vote on this one, not the asshole. Right. Top comment, not the asshole. She just wants an unpaid wedding planner, not your help as a friend. It's traditionally the job of the bridesmaids to do that stuff. And if she doesn't want you as a bridesmaid, then she can hire you, but don't do it at all for free. Mm Mm-hmm. That's literally what we said. Yeah. Doesn't this just make you more and more glad you didn't have a wedding? And honestly, right? <laughs> and the next comment said this, but most importantly, why is she making people she doesn't trust bridesmaids? Let me see them resumes. That's what I want to know. <laughs> Who is it? Is it obligatory like sisters of the... <laughs> mm-hmm. I want to know. Is this the same wedding <laughs> <laughs> as the other one we read about? <laughs> but yeah, no. The more... The more of my friends that get married and the more, like, weddings that I'm in and, like, reading stories like this, I am glad. It, obviously, you can have a great situation when planning your wedding. I mean, you're going to have stresses. Like, that just happens. Yeah. But, it's a huge party. It's stressful. Yeah. But with... The drama. The drama that would have happened with ours, I, I do not regret it at all. And we've been married almost two and a half years. I don't regret not having a wedding at all. I feel like you can... You should be able to judge that from the beginning like mm-hmm. you were able to see this is not going to go well mm-hmm. so we're just not going to do it like it's not going to go well mine i was ha- i would do mine all over again and all over again <laughs> um a couple of bumps like drama wise but mm-hmm. not anything crazy but if you're worried about like drama as far as bridesmaids and stuff yeah. like that just don't have bridesmaids yeah i mean problem solved. yeah there you go like then you don't have to worry about all their dresses and then you don't have to worry about people affording this and that and that mm-hmm. and then just if you want to like do your bachelorette thing just do it with everyone you want to do it with like all your friends but then you don't have someone's feelings getting hurt mm-hmm. then you don't have you know it you avoid a lot so if you think that your friends are going to be petty like that then just don't have bridesmaids and but also if you think your friends are going to be petty like that evaluate your friends, your friends. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but i think you know, if it, like you said, it's going to be a stressful situation regardless because there's a lot mm-hmm. at stake when it's like a bigger wedding or whatever. But you can kind of gauge, like, as far as each side, like parties mm-hmm. go, you can kind of see, I know they're going to be this way. I know they're going to be this way because you've been, hopefully, if you're getting married, you've been around them for a while. Them for a while, and you know. And also, I mean, even in like the perfect wedding situation, there's going to be bumps in the road because it's a, it's a one, you have one shot at it, you know, mm-hmm. like, it's not like you're you trying to make it perfect. It's not like a, a play where it's like, okay, that was first curtain call, you know, like that. We can, you know, we, we can improve we'll things. We'll tweak for, you know, for tomorrow night's performance. Like, no, like this is, you got one shot. Yeah. <laughs> um, so like, that's understandable that like, especially depending on how much money you're spending on it. Like, even if you're not spending a lot of money on it, it's a, it's an important day and I get yeah. that. So, I mean, obviously there are going to be things that are going to stress you out, but like you said, if you can catch that proactively, like, Oh, this is going to be too much and it's going to make the day not enjoyable or it's going to cause like really like a lot of friction with the relationships. And then your memories of that day was just that. Just that. Yeah. Then it's not worth it. It's not worth mm-hmm. all that money. Yeah. But I mean, shoot, y'all didn't know y'all were tuning in to get some wedding advice. I know. <laughs> we need, like, a little disclaimer thing, like, yeah. for um, upcoming brides or something. <laughs> don't do this. <laughs> yeah. Planning a wedding soon? Here are the do's and don'ts. 
ask us all your questions. Top toxics, top tips. <laughs> for wedding planning. <laughs> Do like a little segment. <laughs> We're starting a new podcast, guys. Yeah, guys. <laughs> wedding planning. <laughs> oh, man. But that is it for this episode, guys. Uh, once again, thank you we to our special guest. Yeah. <laughs> all about the wedding. I want to have one again. <laughs> Still married, guys. Still married. Yeah. So we don't need to do that. <laughs> but again, thank you, Toy Girl, for of being course. on the show. Anytime. Always fun. Yeah, anytime. I like these wedding ones, so let's keep it going. Yeah, the wedding ones are fun. Yeah. Uh, if you guys are watching this on YouTube, make sure to subscribe to the channel, leave a like on the video, leave a comment. If you're listening to this on a podcast platform, leave a review, leave us um, stories. Yeah, I have the email, talktoxictome at outlook.com, because you know your girl was not trying to pay for the email originally. <laughs> no domains here. Yeah, no, I actually do have the domain, talktoxictome.com. Oh. And I, I'm actually, I have the website under construction. It's literally, look, it's right here. Well, guys, look we're it. under construction. This is the website. I didn't even know this. It's not live. Well, oh, that's a little behind the scene, guys. You yeah. guys didn't get to see that, though. So Coming soon. Yeah, coming soon. But, but I do have the domain. <laughs> yeah, I have the domain. But originally, you know, we were trying to keep the investment low. Because <laughs> we broke. Yeah, we are broke. And, you know, I work in the mortgage industry, and, you know, we're not doing too well, so. <laughs> we're fine. Yeah, it's fine. We're both in real estate. We're fine. We're, it's fine. <laughs> it's like Ross. It's the, I don't know why it's coming out like that. It's all squeaky. <laughs> But anyways, guys, until next week, talk toxic to you later. Bye. <laughs> oh, my gosh.